Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Hardly Kayfabe. I am one of your hosts. I am Johnny Towns, and I'm joined by Christopher Chavez himself. Oh, hello, Johnny. Christopher Chavez can't be here, but we've got the dead man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Boom. Uh, oh, no. It kind of got dark in here. There's Boom. weird people standing all around me. The lights are ominous to say. Okay, listen, if I had to do that the length of how long it really takes the Undertaker to take make his way down to the ring, yeah. listeners would have to fast forward about 15 minutes before we but actually if you start let him. <laughs> but if you let current Undertaker just give you a tombstone, uh, your <laughs> head injury will make that seem like it's nothing. <laughs> oh, man. What's up? How you doing, dude? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Oh, good as always. Um, Matt is not with us today. He is on assignment. Yep. Uh, AKA has he's he has a you know a day job and something's happening. There. <laughs> he's got stuff to do. He's definitely yeah. busy. Uh, but kayfabe, he's definitely off uh, trying to get signed by another promotion, and we are not happy with that. Not happy at no. all. No, not at all. Not at all. But uh, driving us bunkers. Yeah, yeah. The last episode was just me and Matt. We had gone to the Relay for Life and had a chance to interview James Sega of ESW. If you've not listened to it, go check it out. Uh, but this week, we're still going to freebird it. Doesn't that sound like you're freeballing it when you say we're freebirding it? That's what I always <laughs> say when I'm just in my uh, bloomers. <laughs> what you doing, Johnny? Freebirding. Just a freebird. <laughs> yeah, we're freebirding it tonight. It'll be Johnny and myself. Uh, so we're not going to do it normally how we do. We're not going to go crazy on Raw and SmackDown because, to be honest with you, I didn't watch all of it. But what I saw so far of Raw makes me feel like I don't have to watch all of it. Yeah, they're kind of in a weird spot now where I don't feel it's as bad as it was a right. month ago. Right. But it's still not. There's Yeah, st- it's yeah, lackluster. It's at a point where I'm, I'm not near as invested. There's certain things I like to see, like the Bray Wyatt stuff still getting me. Uh, you were mentioning the whole uh, Lacey Evans and Becky Lynch thing. That's that's at least a little interesting. Yeah, it's got it's picked up a little bit of steam. It's got me yeah. stopping to actually listen to the promos at least and, and finding them somewhat decent. You know, not bad. Yeah, and I might be the only one, but I do enjoy the goofiness of that twenty four seven thing. Yeah, it's so over the top and I, dumb that I I love it. I feel like and you I are heard, you are in the you're in the minority at least in I this conversation. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But then I also heard through the Psycho Sids that that's one of one of the segments that um, Vince McMahon is kind of letting letting the wrestlers sort of throw ideas about on. So a lot of those things you're seeing is actually not has nothing to do with but him. Here's, it's more here's the, wrestlers the thing that ideas. kills me, though. Though, though, this no, didn't kill like me, dough. though. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we have that going fine. You know, you ha- if you want to throw some comedic uh, uh, entertainment into your programming, it's perfectly fine. We see it everywhere, right? We even saw it in Double or Nothing. Uh, do you remember the the battle royale match when I don't remember his name? He pulls out the baby oil and just starts spraying it all over himself so the guy can't hold yeah. him. Yeah. So you need that, right? It's it's good to have a little bit of comedy, something that draws people in, lightens the the feel of it, and everything's not so serious, right? Uh, so that's okay perfectly fine but if you're already going to use it on the 24 7 title 
why are we involving so many wrestlers in on the bit? You know what I mean? At least have it maybe be one or two different wrestlers that you need to give a little bit more exposure to and who are okay with the comedy angle. And they they keep vying for this thing. But we are literally using wrestlers that we know can do shit in the ring and can perform as a comedy routine just so that they get, get their, their TV time and not quit and go to AEW. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying you're wrong. And then on top of it, it's not the only comedy aspect, dude. I am. I feel so bad for EC3. I used to hate the dude. I wasn't a big fan of EC3. <laughs> I just wasn't. He kind of annoyed yeah. me. I hate the whole top 1%. I hated that thing, right? But now it's so sad to see this guy and how he's just been ridiculous, right? Everybody else has had a chance to do something. Even Lars Sullivan, somebody that, what, he's out now a second time, right? They're trying to push him yeah. again, and he's out again, right? But yeah, they're not. They're not. You, they're using EC3 completely for comedy. Yeah, Lars. Lars even, you know, uh, had a faux pas online even, oh. and and that's putting it mildly. Yeah, <laughs> and, and EC and he like, still get, and he still gets more positive on screen time than EC3 has. Dude, it, it's not come out, but you know it's gonna have to come out soon. That his first day there, he did some bullshit and said something that pissed Vince off. That Vince was just like, nope, he's done. I don't want him having a word. I don't want that's him the only thing that makes sense, right? Dude, because if you just if you just look at him, he's like the prototypical yes. uh, Vince McMahon guy. And he's just actually he's him. decent. He's not. I mean, he's not phenomenal, yeah, he's not right? But he's decent. He's decent, and he's got decent in ring work. He's got pretty decent yeah. mic skills. He's got he's got a flamboyance and this kind of charisma to him that draws this kind of hatred. So he's a good charismatic heel, right? Yeah. But man, they're wasting him by what having the new day prop him up like he's a like. Uh, weekend at Bernie's? Are you kidding? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did you see that video that went around where yes. like it compared yeah. him to NXT to like yeah. him recently in his entrance at a house now, show? Yeah, there was a house show where yeah. he was just kind of like okay, pointing at the thing and then turning yeah. around and and people are thinking maybe that is the gimmick. Maybe part of the story is that he's being underutilized and he's going to come back with this kind of edgy thing where he's retaliating because of that fact and I'll, uh here's a little here's a little spoiler alert or or a little hint at what we're going to do later i was going to play that angle up in my booking for my show uh but i <laughs> but i did not go that route i'll tell you about it when we get to it but dude i gotta okay. tell you i didn't bother watching the rest of raw or smackdown just because it was like you know what i don't want to talk about it this week i want to hit some psycho sids and then we're going to do this fun topic that we're going to do tonight because matt's not here that works for me yeah the um I still want to say that I do think that there's a lot of great, fantastic talent in WWE. Oh, yeah. And the, and the main reason why we're so frustrated is because we know that they're so good and they're not really just being used. Just let them have matches. They don't have to all be for the title. Just let right. them have matches on TV. <laughs> and so this will this will say. And side note, I do not hate Shane McMahon, but he doesn't need all that screen time on both shows. Oh, look at that. This segues beautifully into... Psycho Sids. So I'm looking on the Psycho Sids this week, and one of the things that's happening is there is a lot of low morale and un, un, unhappiness uh, apparently backstage because Shane is getting like the push of a lifetime, dude. This on guy is exactly that's the point. Like this, especially with a wild card thing happening, right? He's cutting yeah. down all this TV time for other people to get a chance. And not just that, he's being put in as the main guy for people like Drew McIntyre to act like he's a lackey for. Right, yeah. 
Dude. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> what is happening here? I I just don't like this it at all. family stepped in and said, we're going to listen to you people. We understand you're not happy with where we're going. We're we're going to be more active. We didn't realize what we what they meant was we're going to push ourselves, whether you like it or not. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm just waiting for Vince to come out of retirement and, and challenge somebody to a steel cage match. It, I don't understand it because from all from everything that I've, I've heard. Like most of the wrestlers actually like Shane. Like they don't even, they don't hate him. Yeah. But you know, they're they're actual wrestlers. He's not a wrestler. Right. I that's one of the things I did see. One of the things that's keeping them from aside from the fact that he's the boss's son, right? So the thing that's keeping them from literally hurting him and going all out on him at times is the fact that they do respect him. The man has jumped off steel cages and has gone yeah. coast to coast and has taken bumps and has taken stiff shots and, and continued, you know what I mean? So they respect yeah. it and they look at this guy like you're not one of us per se, but you've earned your stripes. You're it's okay, but they're just not happy right. with that. Why is it him? Why is he getting this push? What's the did point? You see that, did you see that Rusev thing on yep. Twitter? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, for our audience, if you haven't looked at uh, look it up, just look up Rusev. He was asked about uh, <laughs> Shane Man getting TV time, yes. and he was pretty upfront about it. And he even made a joke afterwards about how one of the persons uh, called him an employee, and he made sure to remind him that he's not an employee. Yeah. Dot dot dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and but that's the thing with Rusev. He's been one of those kinds of guys. Like he'll say it. He's not yeah. afraid to get any kind of repercussion because <laughs> what are they going to do? Not put him on TV? Well, I'm feeling I think it's it's exactly right. He, his thing is, is what's the other repercussion? They cut me. Cool. I'll go somewhere that appreciates me and pay me. Yeah. So you don't think he and Lana going somewhere else would be a big deal. Oh, man, dude. Are you serious? Yeah. So I saw that on the Psycho Sids that the unhappiness of the Shane McMahon push with to me, too, is just kind of like, stop. I can't deal with this. This is way too much. And I get it. And this is what's pulling me away from wa- actually watching it instead of fast forwarding through it. Yeah. Less is more, WWE. The other thing I, I remember that. The other thing I read was that people coming into and this is gonna segue on, uh the people coming uh the, the talk is there's somebody that had uh an inside source where they text with uh, somebody on the E. Did you see this article? And they were talking about um a lot of the wrestlers, a lot of the backstage talent on as, as they make their way to this stomping grounds, right? This is a new one, right? There's never been a stomping yeah. ground before. Uh, which I'll, I'll bring something up on that also, but the talent are feeling like the, that the energy in the, in the, in the air, the feeling, it feels like an, in your house show from back in the day where it just didn't matter this. where it didn't matter. And you kind of put on lackluster performances. If you were a lower card or maybe mid card guy, you were going to go all out and try to show off so you can get to a higher, higher billing. But overall, the idea is, is it's like, uh, let's go through the motions. You know what I mean? Let's not put enough emotion yeah. into it. Yeah, do you think this is also kind of a byproduct of the network itself? Uh, like, I, I think the network is a great thing, and I love it. It's an amazing tool, even, like, for us to use. Yeah. Uh, it, it's incredible. It's an incredible service. I love it. It's way better than paying a lot of money per pay-per-view. Yep. But at the same time, I think the byproduct might be this. We're, we're going to get this now because they know exactly how many people are going to watch it. Uh, they know... Uh, that it's just gonna be on the network. They're not gonna make any. They, they, I guarantee WWE already has an idea how much money they're gonna make off of this. It's such a waste, dude. But I also feel like it's it's yeah. like because of the network, they need content, right? You might be somebody well, that agree, have seen yeah. everything on the network already, and you're not gonna keep. Go- you're gonna cancel your subscription soon. Aside for your big pay per view matches, which you could probably just pay for the pay per view. 
Yeah, and, yeah. and save on the uh, on the, the year uh, subscription. And also, I don't know how it's went since last week, but I knew last week a report came out that like just ticket sales for stomping grounds were terrible. Yeah, so that that kind of lends to this other thing I read where people were talking about how the E is just literally burying itself. But even with things like this, creating pay per views out of nowhere, brand new ones that people are not going to care about. They're creating these one-off kinds of things, or maybe it'll be one or two of them, and then they just cancel them. You know what I mean? It's nothing like SummerSlam, WrestleMania. Like, who's going to literally be like, oh, I can't remember where you were for Stomping Grounds 1. Now we're at Stomping Grounds 37. It just doesn't work that way. Well, they also have, I mean, they literally have so many quote-unquote pay-per-views now. Right. That, I mean, it makes all those other ones feel a little less special. Exactly. I mean, how, how do they make WrestleMania feel special now? They just... Maybe have some pyro and then make the show eight hours long. Special, st- yeah, eight hours long. Special stars, outside celebrities, things like that. So, so yeah. WrestleMania has always been the extravagance, right? This was the right. the overboard expression of what we did. What they, I said, we because like we're a part of it, right? What they did <laughs> in the, in the world of uh, uh, sports entertainment, and it's about mixing music and and celebrities and wrestling and sports, and it's all about it's the, it's 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 the pop and circumstance. It's the Oscar awards yeah. of of professional wrestling. Uh, then you have the things that are considered like we love these things. They're, they're more serious, right? Like SummerSlam or Royal Rumble, where there's just a little bit more to some of those matches that are happening. Um, what's the other one? There's a fourth one that I'm forgetting here. Survivor, Survivor Series. Series. Eh, yeah. This one has become now a brand versus brand thing, which now does looks like it doesn't matter. It looks like WWE is just saying, you know what? Who gives a shit about any brands? Because we're just going to have people go on <laughs> yes. each, each other's show. We're just going to call it WWE moving forward. Two shows, seven hours a week, you're going to get just straight WWE. Um, yeah. Dude, It's those are like those are the more important ones that you feel like you invest yourself in. Maybe money in the bank because it's fun to put that thing out there where, you know, that where where at any time somebody might be able to cash in and controversial things have happened in the past. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. But, but after that, man, I'm done. Hell in a Cell should be <laughs> should be a match, not not a pay-per-view. Um, I don't know. What else do they have? Fastlane. We don't need that garbage. Put that away. Elimination uh, Chamber. Okay. Again, this is your other version of Hell in a Cell. Stop. That should be a match, not a whole pay-per-view. Uh, right. TLC should not be a pay-per-view. Should be a specific match and only once in a blue moon. Do you know what I mean? It makes those things special. Like back in the day when you had something like that, and when you heard it was happening, oh my god, a War Games! You fucking flipped the hell out because it was like you don't see it all the time. Right. Yeah. Again, less is more. Exactly. So this yeah. is why I don't want to talk about this week's episode. This is why I wanted to hit, just hit uh, the psycho sids, and this is why I wanted to dive right into our topic today, dude. Speaking of creating brand new pay per views just for no reason at all. We decided since Matt wasn't going to be here, and he might be upset, dude. I think he may have really dug this, so we're going to do this again. This yeah. isn't the only time we're going to do it, right? The next time we may do a, a WCW one. We may be doing AEW one. We may be doing a create-your-own-promotion and, and book it. But today we decided, what if Johnny and I created our own WWE pay-per-view and booked it and uh, how would that feel? How would it, would it come across more creative, more entertaining than what we have coming up with st- uh, stomping grounds in this 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 next weekend? Well, let's find out. So, I wanted. How do you want to do it? Do you want to do it where you present your whole show? We'll go through it, and then I'll present it, and at the end, we just kind of talk about what we thought of each other's show, and then we leave it up to the the listeners to vote on it after we post it. 
That might be the best way. If you want to have a vote afterwards, we do one show at a time instead of going back and forth with the matches. Yeah, let's do that. So do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Do you want me to flip a coin? Uh, it. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you now. Mine is uh, uh, heavy on the entertainment, so to speak. Okay, let's get into yours then because mine has a lot of kind of seriousness to it, but I okay. feel like I have yeah. some stuff happening in mine that's going to make you pop. All right, so if yours is more serious, we need to end on yours because mine's not remotely. <laughs> yeah, let's go, dude. I'm gonna. All right, All so right. what's the name of your pay per view? The stipulation mutilation. <laughs> Every match on this card has a stipulation. Oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, so my very first match, my opening match. Oh, before go. you do this, I want to just say this uh, real quick to listeners. There was kind of rules to creating this. We oh, said yeah, there had yeah. to be seven matches. Uh, there has to be two promo spots throughout the entire thing, and there has to be an end spot, something at the end that ends the show, right? Uh, right. And then also what we were going to do is, as you told me the matches, you're not going to tell me who wins. You're just telling me who you're booking. I'm going to tell you who wins. And it's all current WWE roster. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay. You ready? Yeah. All right, so for, for your first match on any pay-per-view, for any show for that matter, Chris, you need something hot, something, uh, some two yep. uh, two wrestlers who can really go at it, do it, put on a show, get people on their feet, oh, to get I'm them excited. ready. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking Dude, about? I am so you want glad. to get them into the I building. I am so glad I subscribed to the WWE Network just for this stipulation mutilation. I am excited to hear what this is. What is it? I'm giving you Rey Mysterio <gasps> versus Johnny Gargano. Oh, my God. In a stilts match. Both of these men <laughs> will be on stilts to make them taller. Vince McMahon likes a tall man. We all know this. And the winner of this match, Chris, the winner will ultimately win the respect of Mr. McMahon. That's what's on the line okay. here. If you win this, you get Mr. McMahon's respect. Is there, Who wins this match? Is there anything I need to know about the match? Are there any spots, any bumps I need to know to take into consideration as to what happens during this match? They're both going to be on stilts, uh, and they can never, if, if any of them fall off their stilts, that's how they lose. Okay. Do I see Do I see Rey Mysterio pull off a 619 using the stilts? 100%. Oh, my God. 100%. It happens. That's enough. It that's enough for me. Rey Mysterio wins it. That's enough. I don't care what Johnny does. He's got great shit going, but if Rey Mysterio pulls that <laughs> off with the stilts and smacks Johnny in the face, I've got that. He's, win- he's winning it. Yeah, this is my five-star match, too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, dude. I love it. Rey Mysterio takes that one. Okay. Match number two. This is a multi-man match. We have EC3 Ooh. versus... Apollo Crews Ooh. versus Luke Harper. Oh, the underutilized. I get what versus, this match is. Versus Rusev. Yep. Versus Nakamura. Oh, my God. And get this. Whoever wins this match, Chris, whoever wins gets to leave WWE. Luke Harper. <laughs> I love that. I just... When I wrote that, I popped myself about how brilliant I was. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. I love it. It's and can you imagine the hard work these guys are going to put in on that match? It's going to be the. It might be the match of the night. It might be the bloodiest <laughs> match of the night. Like literally, yeah. people are going to shoot on this match and put other people oh, yeah. in in the hospital just so they can get out of the WWE. They, they're not even going <laughs> to yeah. care what was decided at the gorilla position. It's done. No, they're, they want to. They're they're going to Montreal screw job this shit. It's going to turn into a shoot match. That's amazing. I love it. But yeah, Luke Harper takes it. All right, so we're going for the third match of the night here, Chris. We are getting Dolph Ziggler 
versus Braun Strowman. Ooh. The stipulation <laughs> what here. The, hell? the stipulation here is whoever loses this match, Chris, whoever loses can no longer yell during their promos. Can I really make a, uh, I just want to make a quick comment sidebar here. This is another thing that kind of bothers me about the E right now. Ziggler's a great heel. Why have they turned him into a little whining bitch? It should have been me. I don't know. Oh my God. It's horrible. That's a perfect, perfect. You sound just like him. I didn't know if Dolph was here or not. (laughs) Um, I, (laughs) I'm going to go with, I'm going to take it Dolph Ziggler because he's going to be the heel and he's going to cheat when the ref isn't looking. But honestly, it's because I don't want to hear him being a little bitch anymore. He's so good. <laughs> I can't hear that. I don't mind Braun Strowman's. I don't, that's fine. You know, do that all day long. That's yeah. no big deal. I can't deal with Dolph. So he's going to win it uh, by the dirty. He's going to totally dirty pin him and get it. Okay, I like it. I like it. All right, you ready for your fourth match? Let's do it. I think I think you're going to be on board for this one. Uh, we have, of course, one of my faves, The Miz, Ooh. taking on another person who probably doesn't get used as much as they would like, Heath Slater. Ooh, this is interesting. Okay. See, this is a fresh matchup, I feel. Now, is this yeah. is this, is this Miz current face, or is this Miz heel? Uh, it's cur- All this is current. Okay. Oh, okay. And the stipulation here is, whoever loses this match... Has to get rid of their know- kids. <laughs> You're so close. (laughs) Whoever, I'm not that harsh, but whoever wins this, whoever loses this match can no longer talk about their family at work. (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. Oh, okay. That's going to be interesting. I'll tell you what. Whoever wins it or loses? Whoever loses. Can no longer. Okay. Um. I'm going to have The Miz lose it because we don't need him talking about his family to still be a great uh, a great promo guy, a great guy on the mic. Uh, but Heath Slater, that's literally his gimmick. If you take that away, yeah. what does he got to do? He's got to literally reinvent himself. And if we're leaving reinventing Heath Slater to to what's the current creative, no, he's done then. So at least he's still holding <laughs> on to something that worked for a bit. Yeah. And he's even the last thing that they had going. I get it. Asking for the rate. Did you see this? He asked for a rage yeah. and got a beat down by, uh, by, by, um, what's his name? McIntyre. Uh, so yeah, I like the gimmick. So yeah, Miz unfortunately is going to lose this one, and uh, but it's okay, right? Because we need the kids, uh, the the kids gimmick for Slater. Yeah, I understand. You have a heart of gold. <laughs> I don't go. know if I have a heart of gold, dude. If I would have told you what I would have said about it, they had to do to those kids. <laughs> All right, number five. We're going to have a classic here. Uh, these guys have been at it before. They have a long history with each other. We have Kevin Owens taking on Sami Zayn, but the big deal here is this is a huge deal here, especially if you've been watching current WWE. The winner of this match gets a coupon, and this coupon (laughs) this coupon is good for one win in a future main event on Raw or SmackDown. Oh, man. So (laughs) good. Anytime. I love it. They get a coupon, dude. Um, For one win and a main event on a Future television show. Man, that hurts me because I love them both. And they both have. It seems like there's this kind of passive uh, burying that's happening of, to these two guys. So it feels it it, 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 find, it kind of feels like, ah, oh. but I'll tell you what, 
I am going to give it to Sammy because Kevin Owens be, uh, has been back longer, so he's got enough momentum going, even if he's not winning as much. He's got enough time, screen time, character-driven. Uh, Sammy's kind of come back and floundered with this whole – uh, you guys all suck as a crowd, and now I'm back to being Kevin Owens' sidekick. Yeah, yeah, I like it. So uh, that that's right, gonna, that, that's my call. I, I appreciate it, and that's what's going to go down. Next, I have my first promo of the night. Ooh, deep in, deep Banks. into the evening, Sasha. Banks. Oh, the return of Sasha Banks. How long has she been gone now? What three, four months? Since WrestleMania. She hasn't been seen since WrestleMania. Oh, oh, that's right. Since the uh, quote-unquote tantrum, right, that she threw backstage. We don't know if it's shoot, kayfabe, who knows, but she's not been back. Which plays into this perfectly. But have you seen her on social media? She's been posting, like, swimsuit shots. Her hair is not all crazy colors anymore. Right, yes. Interesting. Which also plays into this match perfectly. Oh, man. Sasha Banks promo is about how she's no longer Sasha Banks. She is now just Sasha. Sasha. That's exactly what, when that's what it does when she comes to the ring. You just hear that. Sasha. Sasha. And we're getting the match that we've all been waiting for. Sasha versus the man, Becky Lynch. Oh, so she's talking shit and Becky Lynch comes out. Yes, 100%. And the loser of this match has to go without social media for one week. <laughs> Bro. I almost made it forever. Almost made it forever, but I'm not a monster. Bro, that <laughs> is so good. That's so good, dude. Man, okay. Wait, how long did you say? A week? A week. No. Yeah. Make it three months. I didn't want to be a monster. I didn't want to make it that, like super long. I'm gonna. I think they're both be hurting for a week. <laughs> it's all good, dude. I'm gonna Vince McMahon that shit, and I'm gonna step okay. out and be like, <laughs> as a matter of fact, the loser of this match goes without social media for three months. <laughs> my original, my original idea was they have to deactivate their Twitter. <laughs> oh, interesting. All right, we ready here? Yeah, who you picking? I am picking Becky Lynch to win it because her social media game is way, way beyond Sasha Banks's, even though it's not as hot as it used to be. If you've noticed, it's kind of toned down a little. It doesn't seem like she's got that yeah. fire, that spit fire thing that she had going where she was Sometimes really. She was probably she's probably told to tone down would be my guess. Unfortunately, right? Because, yeah. man, it's some good stuff. Uh, but yeah, but I'm going to call Becky because, uh, Sasha, all we were get all we're getting right now is just some, some swimsuit shots and I could just go to sports illustrated or, uh, for less, I can go elsewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. But there you go. This episode of Harley (laughs) Cafe brought to you by (laughs) Brazers. Then, of course, I get my second promo right after this. Oh, wow. Back to backs. Let's do this. Yeah, we get a live in the ring of Bray Wyatt. <gasps> oh, a uh, playhouse? Promo firehouse. Of his playhouse. Oh, my God. That's Firefly right. Playhouse. And as he's doing this, uh, as he's inviting us all to just let him in, none other than a rabbit. You know the puppet, the rabbit puppet that's there? Yeah. It's missing. He can't find it. Where's that rabbit at? Then a rabbit hops out on the stage, <gasps> removes its head. What? 
revealing none other than Demon <laughs> Finn Balor. Ooh, the demon versus what's this character called? The monster? What's this new thing that Bray Wyatt is? I don't know. It's scary, though. So that's why we're putting them together here. Yeah. At, and this is my main event. You have. Oh, man. Bray Wyatt taking on. Oh, that's right. Finn this Baylor. is the seventh match. Okay. That's right. And uh, this is your main event. Uh, whoever. Whoever loses this one. Uh-oh. Uh, whoever loses. Uh, they can no longer. They have to stay in one character forever. They can't <gasps> keep changing characters. Beautiful. I'm calling it right now. Are you ready? Yes. It's going to be Bray Wyatt winning this. And Finn Balor loses it. Why? Because the first time the demon ever loses is to the Bray Wyatt monster, right? This is the yeah, first that that up right away. This is the first character to ever destroy the demon. But it's not destroyed the demon to where he's never around again. Unfortunately, it has broken Finn Balor's psyche. The demon is all that exists now. So now we're going to have a feud for the next few months to take us to the next big pay-per-view. Let's say WrestleMania follows this, right? And that's the demon yeah. against the monster again. Yeah, and then I have since you've picked him to lose an extreme and it'll be an extreme rules match at wrestlemania where's what's going to happen right after uh bray white leaves the ring and finn Balor's laying there broken not only physically but mentally oh this is the last spot here we go you look around and the puppet of mr mcmahon <laughs> gets up and makes Finn Balor joined the Kiss My Ass Club oh, no. right then and there. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And it's wooden, so there's splinters Oh, my God. Oh, that is so good. That's such a good way to end your show, especially since it was so much comedy theme to it. Yeah. I got to tell you, man, that was a very creative show. And I, if you're asking me, that beats a lot of what the E's been doing recently. Yeah, they should hire me if they really want some actual comedy on there. <laughs> All right. You ready for mine, dude? I am. Let's do this. Here we go. Oh, by the way, let me just tell you, my favorite uh, match of the night out, out of yours probably has to be the Luke Harper one. I love that. I love that yeah, it was this one, big yeah. battle. They all go crazy, and Luke Harper ends up winning it anyway. And then he just looks at the cameras, and he doesn't even motion WCW. He doesn't motion AEW. He just fucking flips the double birds and walks out. <laughs> oh, man. That would be right I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <coughs> All right, you ready for mine? I am. Let's do this. This is called WWE Excess, and it's Excess E X X C E S S. Okay. All right. So the music's playing. Hello and welcome to WWE Access. Blah, blah, blah. You hear the commentators going. And then all of a sudden, you hear Daniel Bryan's music kick in. Boom. First oh. thing that happens, right? Yeah, I like Daniel this. and Rowan come looking out. And, of course, he's got that snide look on his face. This look of disgust, right? He walks yeah. his way down to the ring with Rowan in tow. Both of them smack down championship belts on their shoulders. They get into the ring, and basically, Brian just cuts a promo that the people there should be ashamed. They should be ashamed that they're supporting a company that does everything in excess. So much so that they add an extra X in the word excess. It's disgusting. The WWE is a bloated entity anymore. It's, it, that's, he's just basically going off, right? And he talks about it's it's sad. It's sad because it's so bloated, yet there's no talent in the back that's good enough to challenge them for, for titles. 
for the night. Oh, by, I'm sorry, for WWE Access, by the way, the gimmick is every match on here tonight is a title match. Um, okay. <laughs> so he's saying that there's no one there to challenge him. There's not enough, right? It's ridiculous. Um, if there had been, they would have been booked for the night. They would have been all the promotions. But there's no one in the back that's good enough to step to him. Uh, they would easily put their titles on the line if there was someone back there. And as he's saying this, all of a sudden, the Miz's music kicks in. The Miz comes out, right? Looks at Daniel Bryan, and he cuts a promo on Daniel. More like, a, you know, hey, it's been a while kind of thing, right? It's, it, it, he, he looks at him, and he basically cuts a promo along the lines of, I never thought I'd see the day that Daniel Bryan fell from grace. You know, the death of the yes movement kind of a thing. Um, but he, sees, he says something along the lines of, it seems that his fall from grace has done something to Daniel Bryan's head. Worse than the concussions, right? And then everybody's like, oh, because now he's shooting, right? He says, you yeah. know, you're talking about there's not anybody back there that can challenge for belts. And he's like, well, and he kind of looks at himself like, are you kidding? Look at what you, what's in front of you. Dan, Daniel Bryan interrupts him. He's like, listen, belts belts not one you need a tag team partner okay and there's no one back there that can come and step up to rowan there's no one that could face Rowan. and all of a sudden more music kicks in but it's not music anyone recognizes this is new right and just as the name flashes up on the screen out from behind the thing comes luke harper boom oh, I, love this. I love this boom right luke harper comes out everybody fucking pops but right before anything can happen you hear no chance and out comes uh, vince right and he doesn't even do his strut he comes out he's pissed he's he legit looks shoot pissed like why is luke harper here and he, he has a mic and he's like what are you doing no no no, no stop this it's not gonna happen what are you doing no way you're not wrestling tonight. You're supposed to be at the home. What the hell are you doing here, right? Harper steps towards Vince like, look, look, I'm done. I'm going to beat your ass right now in front of everybody. Then all of a sudden, the games music comes on. Triple H. All right. You ready for this, dude? It's getting crazy. This is the opening I'm to the show. This, this is yeah, excess, right? Triple H comes out. And he kind of steps between Harper and Vince and kind of pushes Harper back like, no, 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 let's knock this off kind of thing. He turns to Vince and he proceeds to tell him that, you know, Vince, I think it's time for you to go home. We're all done with you. The people in the back, these people here and everybody pops fucking hard. We're all done with you, Vince. You're destroying what we are working so hard to build. You're making everything garbage. He's like, it's time for you to go home. And as a matter of fact, this match, this tag team match for those SmackDown titles is on. So this is your first match of the night, my friend. Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus Miz and Luke Harper for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. I love this. <laughs> I am already watching this match. This is everything I need. Uh, this not only continues a great feud they kind of left to the side. Uh, man, and it, it turns the tables because last time Miz was the heel. Mm-hmm, exactly. And Brian was the face, and now they've switched those roles, and it'll be way more interesting to me to see how they do that. I love this. And you've got Rowan, who was who was the reason yeah. the Bludgeon Brothers went out when he was injured and yep. got the chance to come back with Luke Harper sitting in the wings. So now you've got the Bludgeon Brothers against each other. And you get freaking Harper at least doing something, and there we all go. want that. He's going to be doing that with yeah. that, that spin around clothesline, or what's that thing he does, that 360 clothesline? Yeah. So brutal, thing. dude. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I'm giving the win, of course, to Miz and Harper. You can't bring <laughs> Harper back and not have him get the win here. Oh, man. Uh, 
And that just sets up a great feud right there to me. This is going to be some, some good stuff going forward. I want to ask you something. So you're, you're starting to show off hot. I was, was going to say, you're watching WWE Excess, and this is how the show starts. How are you feeling as Johnny Townsend at home watching the pay-per-view? Like, finally, they're doing something good. This is better than WrestleMania already. All right, you ready? Here comes yes. the next one. This one's been promoted for the past couple of weeks. Uh, little run-ins here and there, not too much happening. But a lot of the promo packages uh, that you're seeing, the video packages, um, WWE had to shell out some money because they had to pay for copyrights and the okay to use certain footage. And the footage we're seeing is Finn Balor. But we're seeing him back in his New Japan days when he's Prince Devitt and the leader of the Bullet Club, right? And we're also seeing footage of AJ Styles back when he was the leader of the Bullet Club right after Prince Devitt left. And so you're seeing this thing and, and you're seeing their crazy spots in Japan and how amazing they were. And then you see some of the footage from the past few weeks where they've kind of had these little bump-ins and run-ins and kind of misunderstandings when you have two faces that do stupid things and they, they start to get this tension built up between them. And this whole thing is being pushed for the IC title, right? continental title however you really know what this is who is the true leader of the bullet club who is the true best of the best when it comes to that finn balor aj styles match two what do you got Ooh, it's, i think it's gonna be a fun match to watch and just anyway exactly uh, these two guys can obviously go oh man uh i i'm going to give this win to finn i feel like he needs it more uh, aj is in a great spot. He's been one of the few bright spots when it comes to booking in WWE currently. <laughs> uh, so I think he's, he can definitely be okay on his own. And that's not that Finn needs anyone, but his current status, I feel he does uh, make, make the bullet club uh, and uh, a uh, heel thing. Mm -hmm. Have Finn cheat to win. Ooh, nice. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And then that's, that's right there. That's a hundred percent. And everybody's going to be on board. He makes his way thing. back up the rank. And then here come gallows and, and Hart, uh, what's his name? Uh, Anderson and gallows. Anderson. And then they yeah. just too sweet each other. And now, you know, the bullet clubs back together. Yeah, then they start to lay a beating on the roster after there that. There you go. So, Beautiful. Yep. Uh, my match three is is kind of a lazy one, but not so much. You know what? My match three is actually going to speak to the volumes in which I actually do think what they are doing in the E is important uh, uh, with these characters, and they're actually finally building steam, and it's, it's looking good. Also, we need our first women's match of the night. So match three is Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans for the Raw women's title. So basically, who do you think is going to win this one? Oh man, uh, if I'm booking it, it's the start of a like series of matches between the two. So maybe I give Lacey this win. Yes. So that's what I'm thinking. Here. Same here. I was thinking the same thing when I wrote this, and I thought, you know why? Because, like I said, Becky Lynch's promo seemed to have lost some piss and vinegar uh whether they told her to pull it back or it's maybe because she's a champ and she's used to being a champ and not being nasty like like really talking shit to build herself up to that yeah that run right so yes we need to see that happen and we need to see it clean i don't want to see Lacey win it dirty i want to see her really put becky to the edge and then throw her that right even though i know you hate that I feel like that's what it should be that puts Lynch down, and then and then we it builds up to another one. And I would love to see a trilogy, like an Okada Omega trilogy, or like Flair yeah. and Steamboat. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And uh, have Becky lose this first one because she kind of gets too cocky. Beautiful. Oh yes, exactly. Yeah. 
So my next match of the night, match four, uh, this one I slightly cheated. I called somebody up that's not a part of the roster right now, but I thought it'd be interesting Uh-oh. and that there was there, this guy got called up maybe three or four weeks earlier, and so we've seen a buildup in which he comes up with already uh, this cocksuredness, this kind of like literally put that belt around me because you know I can destroy you. It is going to be Seth Rollins with the universal title versus Adam Cole, baby. Well, I'm not going to fault you because I called up Gargano for mine. Um, man, I have I want to see this match too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, here's here's the thing. I'm a firm believer. If you're going to call somebody up and you want to make them a big deal, then you have to make them a big deal. Yep. So I say, uh, Mister Bebe himself wins. Ooh, but he's got to win dirty, right? He's got to take it dirty. Yes. Yeah, I think it'll be an amazing match, by the way. That's a match I want to see. Yeah. Ref, and they're going to go back and forth. Ref gets knocked out, doesn't see the dirtiness. Yes. yes, 100%. Yes. Beautiful. All right, you ready for the next one? Yes. Your show so far is amazing, by the way. <laughs> Promo number two of the night, okay? So, so far, we've seen Aleister Black sitting in dark rooms saying he's disappointed. He wants people to challenge. Who's going to step up and challenge him? Who's going to give him some sort of challenge? Because everybody he's faced so far, he's put to sleep, right? He's made them fade to black. So who's going to do this? Who's going to step up? He basically, so what, what's going to happen is the end of the match happened before. We're, we're, we're figuring out what's coming next. Crowd is not sure if it's going to be a match or not. Then all of a sudden, you know, you've got the Alistair Black music and the smoke and the candles and everything. And he comes rising out of the ground and he walks his way down to the ring and he starts to cut the promo. You know, he's upset that no one has stepped in to fight him. This is supposed to be the grand stage, man. Why come up from NXT if there's no one here that can step up to him? And is immediately, right when he says that, all the lights go out. All of a sudden, you hear creepy music, right? And on the screen, we see flashes of a very familiar, grotesque mask that we've been seeing recently. And out comes Bray Wyatt, the monster. Oh, man. Oh, man. So your match five of the night is Aleister Black versus Bray Wyatt. This is the only match that is not for a title. This was not one that was booked. They're going to play it. They're going to play it like it's a shoot, like this came out of nowhere and it was not planned. Everything else is a title match. First of all, this is a feud I would love. <laughs> I would be on board for this feud 100%. But I'm going to struggle with this one because I want both guys to win. <laughs> Ooh, so you, you don't have to call a winner, right? You can call a double DQ. Yeah, but I always feel that's a that's It's a cop-out, cop out. dude. It's such a yeah. cop-out. You have to give it oh, to man. someone. Oh, I hate this. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> and dude, really there's like going to be this guys a lot. There's going to be this moment of where Bray's in the middle of the rings in full gear with the the mask in his face and Alistair yeah. just takes a step right to him. So he puts his nose right up to that mask nose and is looking at him all evil like, "Do you think I'm scared of you?" Right? And then he tries to do a fade to black and and Bray knocks him down and then it goes from there. This is tough. I think both guys, if you're going to start a program, would need the win here. To, I mean, if this is going to, is this this is technical both guys' first matches on, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that's why this is even tougher. You got to make one win to build standpoint. something where one has animosity yeah. or the other one has jealousy. Yeah. So. All right. So I'm going to have Wyatt win. Nice. And I th- and I think he wins. So Alistair Black can like I would just love to see where his kind of his promos go from there. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to get a, a little to, edgier and, and harder. You're right. Yeah, and just to see how Wyatt kind of goes from there, Ooh. because Wyatt's character currently to me is a 
babyface who doesn't know he's a heel. Can you imagine if, like, the next time he runs into Aleister Black, he's in his red R- Mr. Rogers sweater? And it's like, yes. hey, what? what's happening? Why are you doing this, you know? Yes, yes, do this. He gets attacked. Right. That's how they should do it. Like, like he goes <laughs> yes. face-to-face, and Aleister literally fade to Black's him Monday Night Raw the night the night, night after. And that, like, sets off this broken kind of, like, that the monster is a, another personality that protects the, the lovable Wyatt. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they already kind of set it all up Boom. for this, so uh, that's that's what I'm going to say, though. It, that was very tough. I really <laughs> like both these guys. That's match five of the night. We're going into match six. It's a regular match. Nothing builds up to it. Nothing crazy. There's just been a few weeks of buildup in which WWE is starting to kind of blur the lines in regards to the people they put against each other because they're, sometimes they're both faces. Sometimes they're both heels. You're just supposed to try to start getting into this groove of, like, just watch the wrestlers and the performance, right? Kind of like what AEW does anyway right now. So match six is the revival for the Raw Tag Team Championship against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Oh, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> why are you doing this to me? Oh, all four need this win. And this Chris. is this is going to literally be a forty-five minute match. I'm on board for that. You know how great this match would be. <laughs> this would be an incredible match. All four of these guys are incredible in-ring workers. And they, oh and they all four of them have a flair of old school in which they really sell yes. and they really make stuff look real. Yes. I think they can put a lot of drama in this one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> all right. I'm going to tell you what. I think lately the Revival have been placed slightly better. Yeah. In my view. I've been getting a Some... feel of the, the Four Horsemen style, the way they're dressing up with the dress shirts and looking like yeah. four to the nines, you know? So I'm going to give this win to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens because I feel they need it more. Yep. Beautiful. And so they take the Raw Tag Team Championship. And you know next night on Raw, oh, man, what a brag fest is going to happen in that oh, ring, yeah. right? And this is going to help push the Revival more towards a face now, a face team. And people are going to actually cheer for them and want them to do better. Yeah. So uh, that's <clears> – <throat> Man, this is a great card, Chris. All right, last night of the match, and can you uh, last night of the uh, last match of the night, and can you believe once again the women are closing out the show, my friend? We are going to have uh, a, a sort of kind of revenge match uh, because of what happened during the last big pay per view. We're going to have Bailey with the SmackDown Championship versus Charlotte Flair. Oh, I like this. This is a this will be a good match too. Oh man, uh, I'm going. To, I'm giving it to Bailey. Ooh. I like them both. Charlotte's just won so many that she can stand to lose. So Bailey wins. Okay, but what if Bailey wins? Because here, here, hang on, hang on. So Bailey wins this one. The reason Bailey wins is because it's a disqualification out of nowhere. Sasha Banks comes running down to the ring and we go. proceeds to beat the ever living shit out of Bailey. And I'm talking about Gargano Champa style, like pure hatred that i'm tired of you being the one that everybody loves and she he, she absolutely breaks and goes absolutely ape shit on bailey like i'm serious like we're gonna see full red mask on bailey this night and that's how they end the show yeah we had two different shows <laughs> <laughs> two vastly different shows uh man that's yeah that's you got a great show i'm on board for this this whole show is stuff i would love to see right <laughs> I yeah. mean, well, don't take away from yours, dude. Come on, six one nine on stilts. <laughs> Luke Harper's comeback just to flip off the 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 management and take and literally uh, screw job them and take off. 
Yeah, and get to go to AEW. And that ha- that has yeah. to be a part of the li- literal narrative. It has to be a screw job because the person was going to be somebody else. And Luke Harper was like, no, I'm making sure it's me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, you had a great show, too. I think mine was way more for comedy and was <laughs> great for that. So, uh, so what it, what, man. if I put my show on, does that give AEW a run for their money? I think so. It'd be a vastly improvement over what they're doing right now. I'd, I'd like to hear what listeners think. So wherever we post this, when we put it up on our network and people listen to it, and uh, whoever should we share it with, if you give it a listen, head to the BICBP Radio Network on Facebook and comment underneath on, and let us know which show you'd like to see live. Uh, and then we're going to do this more. I like this, right? Next like, next time, let's do with Matt. We'll do uh, a WCW one. I like it. I think Matt's going to be sad that he missed this for sure. And, and obviously because it's WCW, it's not current. So it's any era WCW. Oh, I'm liking it. I or like do it. we say, or do we say like the uh, Monday Night Wars era WCW, those wrestlers? Let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. So we're going to, yeah. we're going to book our own WCW uh, Monday Nitro <laughs> during Monday Night Wars. I love it. <laughs> or our own, I love it. not Monday Nitro. Let's do our own pay-per-view with our own crazy name. Okay. All right, let's do it. Sweet, sweet, sweet. All right, dude, I am done. Do you have anything else you have to say? No, go ahead and count me out. All right, brother, let's take it home, boys. One, two, three.